Hello and welcome to another acclimatised conversation on climate change adaptation, the show that picks the brains of some of the leading thinkers on climate change risk and resilience. Financial institutions around the world are beginning to wake up to the reality that climate change will have a material impact on their loan and investment portfolios. Since the Financial Stability Board's Task Force for Climate-Related Financial Disclosures released its recommendations in 2017, banks and other financial institutions have been working to understand how climate risk impacts their business. Much of the focus of these efforts has been in the EU and in North America. However, trailblazing banks in other parts of the world are also taking action. In this conversation on climate change adaptation, we speak with one such bank to learn about the steps it is taking to understand, manage and respond to climate risk. I am Chaitanya Komukuri. I am the Vice President in the Climate Strategy and Responsible Banking team with Yes Bank. Yes Bank is the fourth largest private sector bank in India. As well as being India's fourth largest private sector bank, Yes Bank is also one of the youngest financial institutions in the country. Coming into a market dominated by established institutions, Yes Bank looked for a differentiator that would give it a commercial advantage and has therefore modelled itself as India's most sustainable banking brand. Chaitanya leads a range of climate and environmental work streams for Yes Bank, including on green bonds development, the bank's efforts to become accredited to the Green Climate Fund, and also how it can better understand climate risk and integrate it into its operations. What this has led to um, is that today Yes Bank is one of the biggest leaders in the space of sustainable finance, not only within India, but also in Asia. It has also resulted um, in tremendous amounts of investments from socially responsible investors and development financial institutions. So Yes Bank's stance on sustainability has been a driver of investment and it's allowed it to think differently about its relationship with the climate and environment from the very beginning. This has helped to make it a vocal and important voice in the financial services market in India, where the concept of sustainable finance remains nascent and the climate is still largely interpreted as an environmental and social governments issue, rather than a core issue of financial risk. But for Yes Bank, Climate change risk is considered as a primary risk to its portfolio and therefore they approach it with the same robustness as any other material financial risk. Risk management at Yes Bank has always included elements of non-financial um, aspects. The bank also looks at climate risks in assessing its project finance portfolio, especially with uh, um, respect to impacts from climate change. Now. What are the specific um, negative impacts that the portfolio could face? Uh, and this portfolio is spread across sectors. How each sector is going to perform because of climate change? How is each sector placed to address these impacts? Um, are governments doing enough to propel the sectors, um, enough to address climate change? Are the sectors themselves motivated enough to do this. So these are multiple aspects that the bank is exploring to look at and quantify and understand uh, to see how climate change can be addressed in a very quantified manner. 
India is one of the most vulnerable nations on earth to the impacts of climate change. So it's no surprise that Yes Bank's investments in multiple sectors will be affected by it. But as Chaitanya explains, there is one key sector that is acting as a lightning rod for the current debate around climate impacts on financial services in the country. Nearly 40% of the country's land is exposed to drought risk. Now what that translates to uh, is in the next few years, around 10 major cities are expected to face shortfall um, in their water supply. Um, this is a huge risk that the economy has identified and banks are trying to grapple with how they are going to address this risk through their operations, through their lending. Now, this is one of the biggest topics uh, of conversation today. Um, however, what is happening is that there are no guiding frameworks for banks to look at and understand this problem and interpret it in a manner that will help them take better decisions. I think this is where organizations like Acclimatize uh, can play a huge role. So while banks like YesBank are beginning to identify and understand climate risks that might affect their portfolios, there is still more work to be done to be able to quantify those risks in a way that banks can translate into costs to their balance sheets. In the wake of the TCFD recommendations, Acclimatize has worked with the UN Environment Finance Initiative and 16 major banks to pilot new methodologies for assessing physical climate change risks and opportunities to loan portfolios. But more needs to be done to assess the scale of the risks posed in key sectors and standardise reporting of climate risks across the industry. Now, uh, for us to move to the part where financial institutions are really addressing physical risk if you ask me that's a little um you know in in the future um however yes bank trying to you know be ahead of the curve has started to identify what risks do these um physical aspects of climate change pose to the portfolio so what the bank is trying to understand is first identify um, identify a few carbon intensive sectors um, locate them geographically across the Indian subcontinent and then look at how the changes in weather uh, or the changes in climate or the frequency of extreme weather events uh, whether and if they have any impact on the performance of our portfolio within those sectors. Developing robust methodologies for quantifying the impact of climate change to banks is an ongoing challenge and it's something that is holding back action amongst the wider financial services industry in India and beyond. While theoretically that many people agree that physical risks cause financial damage what is lacking currently is a direct way to link that financial damage that corporations face uh, to banks now we all agree that this is something that is very evident but what is lacking is a proper correlation and what is lacking is the absolute amounts with which banks have been um, you know affected by for leaders in the field such as yes bank the journey towards fully understanding climate risk has already started. 
and they are actively implementing the recommendations of the Financial Stability Board's Task Force on Climate-Related Financial Disclosure. In fact, Yes Bank already discloses voluntarily about its um, exposure to climate risks. It is, it is available both in our annual report and sustainability report, which you can find on our website. Um, we primarily talk about um, uh, transition risk as one of the um, as one of the key climate risks that will impact um, the bank's uh, portfolio moving ahead. We also consider that physical risks will be one of the uh, important things going forward that will determine how uh, banks' performance and their portfolio performance is going to change. Um, so task force on climate related financial disclosures has given a very clear direction for institutions that want to understand and integrate uh, climate risks and opportunities in their strategy. So we've been one of the first banks to align our disclosures to the TCFT recommendations. Despite the nascent state of understanding amongst many firms in the financial services sector, Chaitanya says that there are reasons to be optimistic that we will see significant change in the years to come. If you see the entire um, landscape uh, on climate change has moved leaps and bounds compared to where the discussion was, say, a couple of years back. We have now a very um, robust uh, you know, action plan from the EU on financing sustainable growth. This talks about a lot of initiatives on how um, financial institutions and the financial framework uh, in totality uh, should look at uh, addressing climate change along with other uh, sustainable development um, goals. Um, but given this huge momentum in the EU, which is um, obviously the leader um, in addressing climate change right now as we speak. There are a lot of uh, nations that have um, that have bilateral partnerships with the EU that are encouraged to take this direction. These bilateral partnerships combine with open channels of knowledge sharing and best practice that are being encouraged through initiatives such as the TCFD will drive change in India and around the world. Now what this will mean uh, is that organizations uh, will have to look at climate change in a very strategic way and, uh, you know, go beyond looking at it as a corporate social responsibility intervention. Um, so India, I think, has moved um, ahead of many other developing nations, especially in the, in the arena of renewable energy, and now it is taking leadership in e-mobility. So... I think even when um, financial institutions are encouraged to take a leadership role in addressing climate change, India will take a lead there too. The ongoing efforts of financial institutions to understand and quantify climate risks and opportunities has the potential to drive huge change in the way corporates and other sectors assess and manage climate risk. YesBank has shown that institutions in emerging economies that take climate change risks seriously as a core financial risk can be successful in capitalising on market opportunities, make better decisions about how they lend. 
As disclosure of climate risk becomes more widespread and methodologies for assessing risk to loan portfolios become more advanced, it will become easier to show the direct impact of climate change on banks' bottom lines. This will help to catalyse more investment into climate resilience throughout the whole economy. Those financial institutions that understand this earliest will be best placed to capitalise on any opportunities that this shift will bring. You have been listening to an acclimatised conversation on climate change adaptation. You can find other episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'd also recommend you check out Acclimatise's other podcast series, This New Climate. They explore some of the innovations that are transforming our world to be more resilient to the impacts of climate change. You can learn more about it on our website, www.acclimatise.uk.com forward slash thisnewclimate. Thanks for listening and I hope you join us next time.